Hi, everyone. I'm Leo Serdar here with the first SSLT podcast with my co-host, Thais Koldinoff, and we're here with Alabama Representative Ben Lemires. Happy to be here, guys. Thank you. So to start off, would you like to um, tell us about a general overview of your university? That's, that's a lot. I mean, <laughs> it's a, uh, I mean, University of Alabama, um, you know, most people probably know just by watching, you know, flipping football. on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the big one. And, and it is. I mean, football is certainly a big part of the university. Um, outside of that, you've got over 80 different majors, about 38,000 students. So there's, there's a lot. There's a lot down there. Everything a big university would otherwise offer. Uh, you have that. Um, I, one of my favorite statistics is that the robotics team has more national championships than football does. Oh my. So it's kind of a nice <laughs> yeah. one to, to throw out there a little bit. <laughs> Um, but but again, a lot of things that you have at a large university, 500 plus ma- or not majors, uh, clubs and organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, so we normally say if there's not something you want, you can find a couple other people <laughs> and create whatever it is you're looking to do. Oh, that's fantastic. To transition to admissions, are there any distinctive features of a student's application that you would like to look for or see? In their application? So for the most part, we're looking at academics uh, for when we're looking at students. So um, GPA, test score, um, ACT or SAT, we don't, we don't really care. Uh, and then classes that we'd like you to have completed through high school. Um, I normally say, especially for students in Illinois with what you're all required to take to graduate, assuming you're on track to graduate, you're going to meet those requirements. <laughs> so uh, that's not really something to stress about. So it's mostly just that and then GPA and test score are what we're going to be looking at for those. Um, and GPA is whatever the best one that's on your transcript is, is the number that we'll use. Mm-hmm. And then if you're comfortable saying, what is your most recently reported admission rate? Um, You will see different numbers depending on where you look. Mm-hmm. Um, for undergrad, it's in the 80s, mm-hmm. um, mid-80s. Um, 86 is a number that sticks in my head. I know just because it's students I work with for Illinois, it's generally a little bit higher than that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's for the undergrad. Um, Across the board at the university, I think it's like 53 or something because that includes the law school. So that obviously pulls down down our undergrad (laughs) one a little bit. Of course. So like with that... Do you happen to know any of your average test scores to get in? Yes. So the average ACT normally falls at 27 point something, depending on uh, how that shakes out, which uh, SAT equivalent to that is around kind of like 1260, 1270 range. All right. And then in the application process, do incoming students apply to specific colleges or to the university as a whole? Just to the university as a whole. All right. Would you be able to walk us through the structure of your financial aid system? Yes. So a majority of our financial aid through the university are merit-based scholarships. So again, GPA and test scores are what we're looking at for those. Uh, They're fairly black and white in the sense that if you meet the requirements, you'll get whatever one you qualify for. If you don't, you don't. So (laughs) pretty simple with that. Um, They range, uh, our lowest I think is about 8,000 per year. Uh, Largest is 26,000 per year, which is almost full tuition you'd be on the hook for about 3,000 tuition after that Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where a bulk of it comes from Um, each of the colleges programs all have scholarships you can apply for as well they're not going to be in those larger dollar amounts like our merit awards are but those are available as well and then everything through the FAFSA and everything that revolves around that those federal monies are in play obviously as well Mm -hmm. all right and then to pivot to academics what would you say are your most popular majors Engineering is a big one, uh, and it keeps growing. Uh, physically on campus, they have new buildings popping up, and a lot of students like that. Um, business 
is and I think probably always will be the largest um, mm-hmm. that we have yeah. at the university. So it's a big one. Uh, nursing is popular, but they cap the program, so it's smaller mm-hmm. in that regard. But those are probably the, the big three, if you will, that the university is known for. Yeah. Do you guys happen to have a specific policy on double majors or triple majors? Go for it. <laughs> Go, I mean, there, there really isn't one. It's whatever you you can handle and however long you want to keep paying tuition for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then is studying abroad an option? And then if so, what are your most popular destinations? So it is an option. Uh, and I think about 40% of students study abroad oh. at some point. So it's it's fairly popular. Um, popular destinations are about what you would expect. Um, Europe is mm-hmm. generally pretty popular. Um, Scotland is a big one for us. Um, Europe is big. Japan, Australia, those all I would say the usual suspects are <laughs> tend to be the more popular ones. Um, to what extent are internships incorporated into a major's fulfillment requirements? So only programs in our College of Communication require it mm-hmm. to graduate. Um, it's encouraged in everything yeah. else, certainly. Um, engineering typically does co-ops instead of internships, well, which is really just eight-month internship, spring, summer, summer, fall, yeah. to go work. And a lot of students get job offers out of that. Um, but we do host career fairs in the fall and in the spring where companies you've heard of, companies you haven't heard of, will be on campus that you can go talk to as a student and either interview with them or just see what they're looking for you know, if you're a freshman and not looking for an internship just yet. Mm-hmm. And then what would you say are your average class sizes and student to teacher ratio? Yes. So average class size uh, is about 41. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're probably never going to have one that's 41. <laughs> uh, you'll have some way larger and some way smaller, depending on if you're taking, you know, intro to what everyone has to take mm-hmm. or, you know, engineering 400 where you might have 10, 15 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, student teacher ratio, depending on the publication that you look at, you'll either see uh, 21 to 1 or 22 to 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just depends on if the university is using the undergrad enrollment number or the grad enrollment number. So it's one of those two, depending on which number you pull. Very nice. Um, with that, does Alabama have an honors program? We do. Yeah, so it's a fairly large honors program. Uh, it is an additional application process once you've been admitted to the university. Um, honors advertises that they would like students to be about a 3.5 GPA on a 30 or higher on the ACT or the SAT equivalent, and they would like you to apply by February 1 uh, for that program, and for that one, you do get to write an essay uh, for that as well, so it's a little <laughs> bit more of a lengthy application process than our admissions, just straight admissions one is. All right. And then with regard to student life, what would you say that the Greek life on campus is like? It's very big. (laughs) Uh, About a third of our students are involved with Greek life, so it's a lot of people are involved with that. It's one of the, I think it's top three largest in the country. Um, It's three or two. No, we're not number one, Um, but it's big. Uh, (laughs) It it really is. Um, A lot of students will get involved with that their freshman year, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to. You can get involved with it after that you know, so you don't just miss it and then you can't you can get involved at any point during during your time at the university with mm-hmm. that how would you feel your campus contributes to the general college experience that you guys have at alabama what do you mean our campus contributes your overall campus location okay. setting okay. And, and, yeah. yeah so uh, the campus itself is pretty much right in the center of tuscaloosa mm-hmm. like, almost dead on. So a lot of the town is built around the university. Uh, and you've got a lot of, if you will, your you know, student downtown is right next to campus, right next to the football stadium, where you've got a lot of your you know, local greasy restaurants <laughs> are all going to be down there. Uh, you've got the main Tuscaloosa downtown, which has your nicer restaurants. It's more of a town square style. Uh, there is an amphitheater 
in town as well. So you're going to see mostly country artists are going to come to that because <laughs> it's and you're in Alabama. So yeah. um, you'll have that. And we're right on uh, the Black Warrior River. Uh, you've got a handful of different uh, state forests down, down near Tuscaloosa as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what would you say that members of the community would say they're most proud about of their school? Probably the football team. <laughs> um, I mean, it really does take over the town on Saturdays. Um, Tuscaloosa, or the stadium, I believe, becomes the third largest city mm-hmm. in the state on home <laughs> football games. So I mean, that's it is a big part of it. It really is. Um, and especially if you're just saying the community, I mean, that's People mm-hmm. come in Fridays and Saturdays are insane um, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. How do students from our area, being from the Midwest, adjust to Southern life at Alabama? I mean, it's a little different for sure. You have your Southern. I mean, all the stereotypes are true. You know, you're gonna you're gonna order Coke if you if you're a soda drinker, and your grits are available ev- everywhere at every real grits. Yes. <laughs> So, Instant. yeah, that's that's all true. I mean, that's all there. Um, but, I, you know, I would say, uh, you know, it's south watered down a little bit because you are at a college campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 60 percent out of state students. So, yes, that's there, but maybe not as much as if you, you know, planted yourself in rural Alabama right. as opposed to being in a college town with a bunch of other 18 to 22 year olds. <laughs> All right. And then is there any one last thing you'd like to say to any potential first year student? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I, I normally just recommend to everyone go visit whatever schools you're looking at um, because, you know, obviously, you know, the university pays me, so I say it's great. <laughs> um, but it is. And, you know, we all think our schools are really good, but you could set foot on campus and just be like, Nope. Like, I, I don't like it. Or you could set foot on campus and be like, this is it 100%. So you know, visiting is important. You're investing probably five figures per year into a university. It's going to be your home for at least four years, hopefully only four years, but you never know. Uh, so you got to make sure you like it. So go go visit. I know we're farther away, but spring break is a good time. Winter is a really good time uh, to come to Tuscaloosa because we run about 20 degrees warmer than, than we do up here. That's a plus. <laughs> not in the summer, it's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that's probably the big one. If, if possible, go visit. Don't go sight unseen. Don't have the first time you see campus be the day you move in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for taking Thank the time you. to Thank talk you. with us. This has been awesome. All right.